1: That's eight three three nine nine five gold. Eight three three nine nine five GOLD.
2: This is the Jesse Kelly Show.
1: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun. On a Monday, and it is, of course, as it always is, a Medal of Honor Monday. That's coming up an hour from now. What else do we have on tap? Well, here's the deal. You know how we do Ask Dr. Jesse Fridays, right? Well, I I can tell something. I love, We love emails on the show for a reason, I should know. One, we'd love to hear from you too. You get a good sense of the pulse of how people are doing. Sometimes you're excited. Sometimes you're down. Sometimes you're angry. Sometimes sometimes there's just a lot on your mind. We were a bit overwhelmed with how many Ask Dr. Jesse questions we had this week. And we we're going to both tackle the news of the day today, which there aren't any groundbreaking stories out there. So that kind of led us into thinking... Why don't we kind of do a, a wrap-up, if you will, of it? Maybe an extension, a Monday extension of that. So here's what we have. Having children in this society, should you keep doing it? What if you're hard up for money? What, what should you do for that? There's a Black Lives Matter group. Why are there no Latino Lives Matter groups? Someone else wants to talk about rebuilding the country, the Constitution. Someone wants to talk more about George Floyd. Obviously, Israel, Hamas, war. There's so much coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. I want to actually begin here with this. Jesse, oh, wise, but not even part-time radio host. <laughs> Buenos Tardes, I am, writing to regar- I am writing regarding the debt situation. So what will happen during the collapse what will rebuilding look like? Or will we even live to see a rebuilding? What will remain after the house of cards finally falls? I'm emailing from a pure talk phone. Let the bar eat. Okay, let's discuss something. Let's discuss the debt crisis. You know, we have multiple crises going on. And you also know we've come up with a, phrase, a term for that on this show, crisis. eye. Sounds Latin, and it makes us sound really smart. Crisis is when there's lots of crises at once, Chris. Anyway. Okay, so we've got a bunch of crisis right now. Um, The debt one is the one that's... It's the one I'm obsessed on for for a couple different reasons. One, there's no escaping it for you or me. There's, There's no way around it, right? You know how we talk all the time? How many times have I sat down here... Behind this microphone, and said, Hey, you're in New York City. If you want to go, if you want to live someplace where there is a rule of law that is not completely communist run, you have to pack up and you have to move. Maybe if your job's keeping you there, maybe it's the suburbs. Maybe if you could find something else, maybe it's Alabama or, or somewhere. I don't know, but. If you want to live in that place, you can, actually. You can. You don't have to live underneath Alvin Bragg and Letitia James and Eric Adams and all these other crazy New York commies. You can live in a totally different place. You can move. If the debt crisis comes, or I should say when the debt crisis comes, there's no place to move, right? Because it's all of our currency. There's no place to go. So that's part of the reason I'm obsessing over it. Another reason I'm obsessing over it is I and maybe this is the wrong way to look at life. In fact, it probably is the wrong way to look at life. So I'm not telling you I'm right on this, but I. I value our standard of living in this country, Uh, and let me explain. I know that kind of seems simplistic. Well, yeah, I do, too, but uh, having seen some of the uglier parts of the world. And having seen how other people live, you know, you come across enough families who live in a one-bedroom hut or a shanty somewhere. And then you come back here and you see, you know, uh, look, people are going through hard times right now. I'm not dismissive of that. Maybe you're going through hard times, but man, that one-bedroom apartment you're in with air conditioning, cable, a stove, an oven, like these... We have a great standard of living here in this country. A really, really great standard of living. And again, I know this is probably not the right thing to focus on. But I'm so appreciative of it. And I want that same standard for my sons. for, For their children after them. I want that same standard for them. That's what I want them to have. And something we need to understand about the debt crisis is... We don't necessarily have to hand-wring or sit and, and pull our hair out, I guess I should say, about what the debt crisis is going to look like. Do you know why? Because we are already in one and you're already seeing it. You're already seeing the fruits of it. Remember that article we went over, I think it was last week, maybe it was a week before, about how for middle-class homebuyers, middle-class homebuyers, half of them, have now been crowded out of the housing market compared to, I think it was 20 years ago, it might have been 10 years ago, but 20 years ago. That means the American dream is dying already. It's dying on the vine. Things are dying. A middle-class person, and maybe that's you. Maybe maybe you're sitting there, maybe you're making 60 grand a year, right? Maybe even your spouse works a little bit. And obviously, that has traditionally been... Plenty of income to purchase a nice little home somewhere. No, not some mansion, but a nice little home, a nice uh, apartment if you find one to buy. That's traditionally a middle-class person. You achieve that kind of income. You've been able to buy a home. Now, nope, no chance with interest rates. No chance. I don't look at that as a small thing, as something I just dismiss. As, well, okay, I mean, I guess we'll all just rent an apartment. And I, I don't have anything against renting an apartment, right? I love apartments. But I, I view that as the controlled, steady demolition of our way of life in this country. That's how I look at that. The reason a pound of burger costs six freaking dollars now is because of that. That, that's, I look at that and I look at our way of life, our standard of living, and I'm already seeing it. You're already seeing it go down. So look, uh, at one point in time, I was 34, 35 years old and I was selling RVs and I think I made $70,000, $70,000, $75,000 in a year. And man, we had two cars, not, not brand new, but they were nice cars. We had a home, we were raising two boys, and we were we had enough income to do some fun things. Now, now we're not going to Barbados for two weeks, but we want to throw the kids in the car and drive out to the San Diego SeaWorld. We did it. Those the things we did. We want to we want to go uh, Hey, look, there's a snake farm. Let's go. Get a hotel why not? We did it on 70 75 grand a year. You're not doing that on 70, 75 grand a year right now. I mean, if you're penny pinching, I guess Chris could probably pull it off, but not many of us could. Of course, he'd be eating top ramen in his hotel room, but you understand what I'm saying. Not many of us could. I think that's awful. Now let's talk about, so what will happen during the debt collapse? Governments, this is the really, honestly, this is probably the big part. I'm worried about how our government will respond to a severe debt crisis. The government response to the, to the coming debt crisis, that's the thing that terrifies me the most. You know why? Because historically, there are two major ways governments dig their way out of debt crisis. De- debt crisis, I, Chris. <laughs> what, Chris? Anyway, two ways. Sometimes they do both. They print money or they go to war. That's what governments have historically done. That's not crazy online conspiracy theory nonsense. When governments have their legitimacy called into question by their own people, which is what happens during a debt crisis, (laughs) they print money or they go to war. That's what they do. What they never do, What they never, ever, ever do is something we've ranted about before on the show. They never step up. Hey, presidential address, all hands on deck. Everyone pay attention. They never step up and say, guys, we are sorry. Oh, my gosh, this is on us. We passed these huge spending bills. We didn't have the money for them. Uh, Republicans and Democrats, we all did this. We printed all this money. We shouldn't have done that. That devalued the dollar. And guys, this is our fault. And since it's our fault, we are going to get together and we're going to cut all these government programs and departments because it's not on you, American people. It's on us. We did this and we're going to fix it for you. You will never hear that speech in your entire lifetime. Instead, when the debt crisis comes, they're going to try to print their way out of it and or they're going to send us to war. Now, let's talk about those two things. Inflation, war. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a light night here On the Jesse Kelly show Before we talk about those two things Let's do something really quickly If you're lamenting Not only the cost But the quality of meat Now like we were just ranting about You're not alone Most people are They're, look, they're standing there in horror in the grocery store And not only that When you're in your grocery store You know that you're supporting a large corporation That loves all this commie crap Switch to Good Ranchers, better meat, 100% American meat, and it's delivered to your front door. Good Ranchers, and here's how how it works. You go pick a box. They have several different boxes depending on your family's meat needs. What do you eat? Oh, we're heavy on the burger. Oh, we like seafood. more Whatever you pick. Pick a box. GoodRanchers.com, pick a box. Use the code JESSE. You get 30 bucks off and free express shipping. GoodRanchers.com, promo code Jesse. You get the best meat from people who share our values and it's delivered to your front door. This is how we must act now in the future. We have to be more purposeful with our money and smarter with our money. GoodRanchers.com, promo code Jesse.
2: You're listening to The Jesse
1: Kelly Show. You're welcome. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. We'll get to Medal of Honor Monday about 45 minutes from now. If you want to email the show, you can. Jesse at com. Doing all kinds of email wrap-ups from all the things you have on your mind. We're talking about inflation and the debt crisis and stuff like that right now. And and someone was asking, what, what does it look like? What will happen? And as I, as I mentioned, the debt crisis is coming. It's, it's not going to be avoided. No one's even attempting to address it. Republicans, Democrats, no one's even attempting to address it. It's coming. That's coming. We are already beginning to experience what it looks like to have one of those. This is just the very beginning of it. You can't afford eggs. You can't afford burger. You can't afford to buy a home. You can't. That's what a debt crisis looks like. And part of the reason is when a government gets into these crisis, price I, they don't own what they've done. They don't, they're not accountable for it. That's not how it has ever worked. They never step up and say, we screwed up. Instead, usually they just double or triple down, but they pass the buck. So how, do, how are they going to handle that? Well, they're going to print more and more money. We owe this money. So they'll print more money that's unbacked. Remember this about economics. You don't have to be some economics whiz and I am not, to understand the basic principles. This basic principle, it can't be argued against. It is a fact. doesn't matter what you think about it or what I think about it. It is a fact. When you print an unbacked dollar, a dollar that is not backed by anything, you devalue everyone's dollars, period. Well, we're doing that by the trillion and trillion and trillion and trillion and trillion. trillion. They'll crank up the money printer when a debt crisis gets here trying to do that to cover the interest on the debt that we are very very close to not being able to cover anymore they will print unbacked money to to cover the interest on the debt well what does any of this means to you what it means to you is you are getting poorer and poorer and poorer as we go along here because the value of your dollar goes less far and less far and less far and less far you're mad about spending 6 bucks a pound for burger it turns into 10 it turns into 15 it turns into the things normal people like you have enjoyed those become things only rich people enjoy crazy to think about right crazy to think that we might live in a country where hey Man, do you see Bob across the street? They must be doing pretty well. I heard they're grilling out chicken wings this weekend. It's laughable, isn't it? You roll your eyes. Oh, that's so ridiculous. That's what a debt crisis looks like. Because inflation gets to the point where only super rich people can afford the very basics in life. Now that leads us to something even more terrible. That it leads to civil unrest and it leads to a an accelerated degeneration of culture. What do i mean? Well, you don't have to look far. Look what happened to Germany post World War 1. Post World War 1 it's known as Weimar Germany. Post World War 1 we had so everyone had assaulted Germany's economy to the point Where they had nothing left and they had to pay these horrible war reparations. Horrible war reparations. When not only did we hand them this huge bill for the war, we also took some of the most valuable parts of their country, land they had, and we took it away from them. So we essentially double charged them. Hey, you owe me $100 and come here. I'm going to cut off your left arm so you can't work as hard. That's really what we did. We made it impossible for them. What did Germany do? They began printing money like it was going out of style. You've probably seen the pictures. People walking around Weimar Germany with a wheelbarrow full of cash. Families are lighting fires with stacks of cash is how worthless it was at the time. Well, what's that do? It drives a a larger and larger portion of the society into poverty. You go from middle class into being a poor person without losing your job. That's what it does. Well, what happens when poverty increases? When poverty increases, crime increases. Desperation. And then, undoubtedly, saviors began to emerge. Happens every time. Now, obviously, Weimar Germany, everyone's thinking about Hitler. You're already thinking about Hitler already, but you know why your mind immediately goes to Hitler? Because he was the one that won. But keep in mind... Yeah, Hitler and his Nazis ended up winning that internal struggle for control of Germany. But man, take your pick on the dirtball. There was dirtball group after dirtball group after and they would rise up. And how do these groups rise? When people get angry and embittered, people will look to look for somebody who will bring them out of that, who will promise to at least hurt the people who did that to them. When a society goes through this, it makes it fertile ground for somebody, pick your evil character, for somebody to rise up and said, I am your champion. I will hurt these people. You are better than this. We will turn everything around and go back to what we were. And the cultural degeneracy part of it. This is the part of Weimar Germany a lot of people don't talk about. Uh, you know, what? we'll get to that in just a moment. Before we do that, I want to do this email real quick. Jesse, I love the show. You're always a straight shooter, and not willing to back down. I am currently devouring your book and teaching my kids about the country we will likely inherit. I've been taking the chalk mail men's vitality stack for a couple weeks now. I've already seen some of the described improvements. Just curious how you take your stack all in the morning, evening, split them up throughout the day. Thanks for all you're doing. I take my male vitality stack with my breakfast every morning. Every single morning. I bought one of those, like an old person. I bought one of those you know pill dispensers for every day for all the things you need. Well, I have one for my male vitality stack so it's already set up and ready to go. When I sit down, because I eat eggs for almost every single breakfast, I sit down, I hammer the whole thing. I'm not telling you I'm doing that correctly. From my understanding, was it was simply daily with food and I've seen worlds of difference. I've been on a male vitality stack for over a year. I I, I, Honestly, I I feel the best I've felt in 15, 20 years. That's how great I feel. Uh, Take it for 90 days. Just the difference in your life, fellas. More focus, more energy, better mood. Maybe that's the best part. Better mood. com. Promo code JESSE gets you 35% off subscriptions. So go get a men's vitality stack subscription tonight. All right? Chuck.com, promo code Jesse. Jesse Kelly. Back soon. energy.com for the prospectus and more information. now, for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B Y R N A dot com slash Jesse. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. I almost forgot about this devastating news from over the weekend. But the Bible tells us that there's a time for every purpose under heaven. And traveling across the country over the past six months, I came here to say it's become clear to me this is not my time. So, after much prayer and deliberation, I have decided to suspend my campaign for president effective today. Mike Pence dropped out of the presidential race and nobody cared. Anyway, back to what we were talking about, about uh, inflation and, 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 and the debt crisis and the rebuilding and things like that. So there's another part of Weimar Germany people don't know about. Most people actually know the high parts we were just talking about. You lose the war, This crushing debt, they try to print their way out of it, inflation comes, a lot of people know that. Now, the internals of that, it's probably something we should talk about again, as far as what it can look like for us. People began to default on their mortgages. It actually is a huge cause, a huge, uh, I don't know if spark is probably a better way to put it, for the rampant hatred of jews in germany because so many of the jews owned banks in germany the people couldn't pay their mortgages the bank takes your house back that's what happens And well people were blaming jews for that look it's the jews taking our homes it's the jews this and plus the, europe had such a history of a cl- of clashing between catholics and jews and anyway the tension was already there you know that was part of the spark so that was part of it another part of it was culturally when, when a nation is shattered, and there are examples of this many times throughout human history, when a nation is shattered, you lose a major war, a major famine, natural disaster. Something happens that shatters a nation, and oftentimes it's several things at once. Honestly. Life is cruel. Usually that's how it works. You lose a major war and 15 minutes later a cat5 hurricane wipes out your capital and then uh, uh, there's a drought and you lose the crops. like that's how it generally works. Anyway, when a nation is shattered as German Germany was at the time, it doesn't it's not just about dollars and cents. It's not about taxes and inflation only. It becomes a cultural disaster as well. In times of extreme hardship and poverty, very rarely, almost never, do people get better under those conditions. They don't. They don't. They get worse. Did you know that this whole LGBTQ Why are you gay? Did you know that that's not unique to 2023 America? Did you know that places like Berlin were full of tranny clubs and stuff like that during Weimar Germany. It was part of what helped the Nazis rise was traditional Germans disgusted by what was happening to their society as it descended. Well, that comes too. And with all this, remember, comes war. <laughs> Historically, when a debt crisis comes to a country, you can i mean start the countdown. There's going to be a major war. That country's going to get in that they, they do it they do it all the time they, 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 look and that leads us to this
0: how big is the concern that the u.s is dangerously low on what it should have for its own defense right now well of course it's a concern that's why we asked for that extra supplemental funding from from congress uh, without getting into classified information i can assure you and the american people that the united states military can continue to defend uh, our national security interests uh, all around the world
1: okay yeah um we don't have the munitions. I've been trying to warn about this repeatedly, so I'm just going to say something else here. We don't, not only do we not have the munitions in this country to fight a war, there's a great article out in Bloomberg of all places right now. I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm I'm actually looking for it as we speak. I forgot to print it before the show. I'll find it. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to read it for you, but there's an article out in Bloomberg about how we don't have the manufacturing right now to make the munitions we don't have. We have sent our munitions stockpiles to Ukraine. Now Israel wants some too. Ukraine still wants more. Israel wants some. Our own military doesn't have any. And what is the line they've been using on us over and over and over again? Maybe you remember, I'm not gonna pull it up for you right now, but we, we played a little clip of Mitch McConnell for you from last week. When he was asked about, hey, why are we still doing this? We don't have the money. We don't have the money for this. And Mitch McConnell said, well, see, that's why we need more money for Ukraine. Because we're going to spend most of it here on our stuff. They will use war as a way to try to get us out of a bad economic situation. That's what governments have historically done time and time and time again. Just a heads up. Maybe. Maybe a good time to go out and purchase that emergency three month food kit, though. It really might be. In fact, it is. Don't get caught with your pants down. Don't get caught when there's a problem without things you need. And the thing is, we always convince ourselves that we'll know before the problem gets here. Don't you do that? I know I do that. Well, obviously, I'm going to see it coming and uh, then I'll go out. That is not how it works. That's never how it works. Problems come right up behind you and blindside you. Get an emergency three-month food kit for every single person who lives in your home. My Patriot Supply is your one-stop shop for all that. They're $200 off these emergency three-month food kits right now. Go to preparewithjessikelly.com. All right? Preparewithjessikelly.com. There you go. Now, let's deal with something people seem to be forgetting we have americans currently being held hostage in gaza there are americans there american citizens tied up guns to their head and man alive this administration doesn't seem all that concerned what's
2: the latest on negotiations for the hostages Well, negotiations are ongoing, and I have to be careful about what I can share publicly on this subject uh, because of the sensitive and delicate nature of those negotiations. But we are in almost hourly contact with regional partners and with Israel to try to get to a point where there is a deal to have the hostages released. Uh, It is difficult. It is challenging. Uh, The uh, Hamas terrorists have not been forthcoming about allowing these hostages to go but we believe that there can still be a pathway to get their release and we are going to work tirelessly to make that happen
1: shades of jimmy carter huh and, and chris was the one who brought up jimmy carter when we were playing this because They keep getting asked about the hostages. What about the hostages? What about the hostages? Hey, hey, what's going on about the hostages? Kirby himself. We talk a lot about
0: the hostages. There are several hundred uh, American citizens that are currently in Gaza.
1: Yeah. Uh, To the point made by
0: Sammy there, what is the disconnect right now? When will they be allowed out? I wish I could tell you, uh, date certain, time certain. We want to get them out. We want to make sure that they have safe passage out. And we are working very, very hard, both with the Israelis and with the Egyptians, to get to that outcome. Right now, of course, you've seen some humanitarian assistance flow in. But we have not forgotten
1: the plight uh, of those hundreds of Americans. Yeah. So what's going on there? Why does this stuff keep happening? Why does it happen to presidents like Jimmy Carter and presidents like Joe Biden? Well, it's it's really quite simple, honestly. you remember we played this for you on Friday? Do you remember this bit? I'm going to play it for you again. This was in the wake of that shooting in Maine, that mass shooting in Maine. Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper went on the air, and he said this. This is going to actually apply. It sounds like I'm changing the subject. I'm not. Remember when he said this? I said it before. Only in the United States would would an anchor standing in a war zone have to go back to the United States for the breaking news because there's something more violent happening there. Only in America does this happen. <laughs> Only in America. So what's that have to do with hostages under Jimmy Carter, hostages under Joe Biden? Because remember, Joe Biden has been plagued with American hostages from the start of his presidency. This keeps happening. Iran's taking them. Everyone keeps taking them. Why does this keep happening? Here's why. These people operate from a mindset. They operate from a mindset that America sucks. America is at fault. It is our fault. It is our problem. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this in your life. Most people have experienced this at one point or another in their lives. you ever gone through a period of time where you're not very self-confident? Or maybe you're going through that right now. You're kind of down on yourself for whatever reason. You shouldn't be, by the way, but maybe you're down on yourself. Well, how do you act around other people? Are you bold around other people? Maybe the opposite sex or something like that? Or do you get kind of sheepish? Of course you get sheepish. When you're down on you, other people can tell. That's Democrats in America's foreign policy. That's why this keeps happening. We have so much more, plus Medal of Honor Monday coming. Hang on. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. I almost called it an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday because we're trying to play catch up with all these questions and hitting up the news of the day. We got Medal of Honor Monday coming about 10 minutes from now. I want to talk about something, though. Something important. I want to talk about our mindset, all of our mindset, when it comes to being anti-communists and knowing what time it is. I, I found myself. I'm, I'm more talking to me than you right now. All right, so just let me preface that, and let me explain why. My son, my son had a state championship race this weekend for cross country, don't don't worry about the details of it. No, he's freshman didn't win it. it's fine. It's fine. He just got to go compete and it was wonderful. Either way, it was in a college town. and we went up to this college town and there are not one but two really good universities in this college town we went to. And I gotta be honest with you. Uh, this is more confession time than anything else. I started looking at those fancy campuses. Fancy buildings and I saw I found myself you know what I was doing oh I wonder I wonder if James can get in there ooh I bet ooh I bet he can well oh, man I he should probably work hard we gotta try to get him in there and I'm looking at this great school and I'm sitting there dreaming about getting my son on this college camp doing that thing you go, you gotta go to college type thing you know and how much evil? How much communism is preached on that campus? Do they share his values? Do they share our values at all? And I can't guarantee you this weekend, this obviously is not something that would happen, but I can't guarantee you, if someone had come up to me this weekend and said, hey, Jesse, I'm I'm the dean of this school. And you know what? I'm a big fan, big fan. And your son, I just want you to know right now, we're going to let your son go to school here if you want. If you sign this paper right now, your son goes to school here. I don't know that I wouldn't have signed it. And I think about that. I think about that when it comes to our elite universities too. Because I wonder how many have a child that's on pace to get into one of those. Remember this NYU law law? Bar Bar Association President Rihanna Workman. Remember this remember this hag from last week? Oh, I have an update. Do you condemn Hamas's
0: actions on October 7th?
1: I think what I use my platform for and who I condemn was pretty clear by my message and I think that I will continue to condemn apartheid and military occupation and that in this Okay. Well, we have another NYU update. Remember NYU, as you obviously know, one of the elite schools in the United States of America. What if, what if the dean of NYU was coming up to you this weekend, handed you a document and said, hey, sign here, Aiden, Jaden, and Brayden, they get to go to NYU. Is that something you would accept? Maybe even be excited about? I want you to listen to this despicable piece of commie trash. This is an NYU professor. I want you to listen to him. This is a human being who did everything in his power to take away your rights and now, well, he just wants to get along. Well, I was on the board of my kid's school during COVID. I wanted a harsher lockdown policy. And in retrospect, I was wrong. The, the, the damage to kids of keeping them
2: out of school longer was greater than the risks. But here's the bottom line.
0: Myself, our, our great people to CDC, I'd like to thank the governor, we were
2: all operating with imperfect information and we were doing our best. So yeah, it's... All, I, I, it's, it's
1: well, yeah, go, go ahead and go ahead and stop there. No, no, no. You, the governor, Cuomo and Hochul, Eric Adams, you're all every one of you, you're all evil dirtball communists. And if you think that is in any way an acceptable apology for what you did to this nation, for what you did to children, you are insane. Oh well, I mean, I think with look, hey, we were we were imperfect information, guys. No, you're an evil dirtball communist, and that brings me back to NYU, which is actually the per- point of it. It's not the COVID stuff. I'm not going to go off on that. Would I be excited about my kid going off to school at an elite university? I'm worried that I would be, and I don't want my kids to go to any university. This is a mindset that I thought I had changed in myself and clearly I need to keep working on. It. And I know why, right? It's all the same thing as, as all parents. I want what's best for my kids, right? It's not bragging right? It's I don't want the, I don't want the t-shirt. I don't care about that. I want what's best for my kids and I want them to have cool experiences, uh, great experiences in life. I've had such an adventurous 42 years that I want them to have great experiences too because I look back at my 42 years and I think, you know, that was pretty freaking cool. Yeah, I mean, you did a lot of stupid things, but that was really, really cool. Uh, I want that too, but we have got to, and I clearly have to work more on myself. We have got to step up more than we already are and realize these universities are evil places. The students, the professors, and is this universal? No, of course not. There's wonderful kids and wonderful professors but there ain't many. Of the professors, there ain't many. A lot more kids than the professors. All right, enough of that. I'm going to move on. No, no more COVID stuff for right now because we're about to get into Medal of Honor Monday and we still have so many questions to get to and Joe Biden sucks and, and more things. Before we do any of that, I want to do this really quickly. Look, you don't have to look hard to find a violent criminal, a story about a violent criminal hurting an innocent person. Uh, these are predators. They bounce around. You know, You notice how they never pick on the 250-pound man. It's always the little old man, the woman. The, the, it's, it's always that. Do you have something right now on your person that will allow you to stop a bad man from hurting you? If the answer to that question is no, and it almost always is no, please get a hero gun or a hero arrow. My wife personally loves the Hero Arrow. It is is something she has on her at all times, whether she's jogging, at home, out. No matter what, she has a Hero Arrow on her because it's shaped like a TV remote and it shoots pepper gel. You don't need a concealed carry permit because it's non-lethal. But go to Hero2020.com, code JESSE. That's what gets you a special discount on all this. All right? Hero2020.com, code JESSE. Now... Dear bearded historical Oracle, we all know we have BLM, but why don't we have a Latino Lives Matter group? His name is his name is Grant. He called himself full-size candy bar Grant. Okay, first of all, I want you to know that I have already informed the wife that we this year are officially going to be full-size candy bar people, and we've already discussed what the candy bars are going to be. We are going to have Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the little two baggers. We're going to have the uh, Hershey's, just a straight Hershey's. Underrated, Chris. Underrated. Yes, it is underrated. Just a Hershey's. Yeah, it is, Chris. And we're going to have Butterfingers, even though they get caught in your teeth. They're delicious, but they do get caught bad in your teeth. But we're going to be that family. You know what? I might hand out two. Hey, Take any two if you want them. I don't think so because they it was a lot of money. I don't think so. But you know, at the end of the night, I might hand out two. You never know. <laughs> All right. We're going to do Medal of Honor Monday, and then I'll actually answer this question. Where are the Latino Lives Matter groups? Hang on. Org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to its programs. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the epic times where she reveals how the ccp exerts control over some major studios don't miss the most important documentary about hollywood yet for a limited time watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse